From live theater to live stream, the entertainment industry taking a shift as the world tries to stop the spread of coronavirus. I'm Jacqueline Thrapp. This is my special series, Lights Out. Let's get right to the headlines. One of them is about my company, Thrap Theatrics. Broadway World posting an article about how we are fundraising to help people in the arts. I've created shirts that say social distancing. You can buy them for 20 bucks. All of the money goes straight to the Actors Fund. Now, the Actors Fund gives emergency financial assistance and affordable housing help to people in the arts. It'll be very important for helping our community as we move forward, especially with the bars shutting down and theaters shutting down. People are going to need these funds, so please buy a shirt. All the money goes to the Actors Fund. Go to my Instagram at Jacqueline Thrapp to buy it. Here's how you spell it, at J-A-C-K-L-Y-N. T-H-R-A-P-P, no spaces, buy a shirt and help out the actors. Another exclusive story that I just got in, I have a statement from the Obie Awards. Now, I asked them if they'll delay or cancel the award show coming up. Here's the exclusive statement that I'm breaking on the podcast right now. It reads, quote, It's possible that the answer to all of these is yes, but it's too early to tell. We are committed to ensuring the Obies happen however they can, and right now, everything's on the table. Things are changing on an almost constant basis, so we need to let the situation evolve and the dust start to settle before we make any decisions. End quote. That was from the Obies exclusively to me, so we'll keep you updated on that. I reached out to the Tony Awards as well. No comment. I'm waiting for their response. It's not no comment. It's just no response. So we'll see what they say when they get back to me. And now many people are turning to streaming websites like Broadway HD. And as of tonight, Monday, March 16th, the Metropolitan Opera will start their nightly streams of former shows that they had. That starts at 730 each night. Now I'm going to be talking to a guy who performs there a lot. We are going to do this over the phone because of social distancing. It's the safest way to keep him safe and keep me safe. Before we start the interview, I do want to say there was a slight sinking air where sometimes where he's in the middle of his very final sentence, I start speaking over. That's only because there was a little air with our app and the technology. So uh, I wasn't cutting him off. And um, you might hear that once or twice during this interview. But besides that, it's mostly all there. This is the world of social distancing. It's uh, phone interviews that sometimes have a little glitch, little glitch. So let's take a listen and bring him in. I'm here with Andy Danish. Andy, you were supposed to be in an upcoming show at the Metropolitan Opera, but now that's canceled. Or not canceled, it's just not happening. Yeah, it was. Um, I am part of their, currently part of their production of Turando. And originally, my involvement in the production began last year in September. I'm a supernumerary for the show, so I'm one of their ancillary actors. And we had our first block of performances September into October, came back in December, had the New Year's Eve gala, and then would be, was supposed to be returning this month. Uh, But then coronavirus hit us. And at first it was just the Broadway theaters that were closing. The Met was trying to hold strong and hold down the fort and be like, we're gonna take extra precautions. We're gonna take care of our artists. We're gonna take care of our audience. But after everything that Andrew Cuomo had said, they had decided to comply and say, look, we're not going to take any risks. We want to protect everybody. Uh, We know everybody's disappointed, 
but they are gracious enough to be offering their streaming services for their shows uh, online, and which I think is great because it'll help keep people wa- interested and wanting to come see shows once things let up Absolutely, again. Absolutely, because that's a big theater <laughs> over there. And so a big um, having such a big group of people at the opera is uh, pretty dangerous. But I, it was interesting because when Cuomo made that announcement um, – I was stunned because I'm not I'm not producing a show or I don't act in shows. So I think it kind of blindsided a lot of people. How did you find out? Was it right when he made the announcement or did they send something up before? Because I don't know if I don't think I think all across the board, a lot of people did not know this was happening until Cuomo was like, and that's it. We uh, I usually I receive email and communication through our department director and supervisor. And so we just got a mass email from that was important announcement, dear staff performers and supers. Uh, The following email from Peter Gelb in regarding the closure of the Met until March 31st. I think I pronounced his last name correctly, but yeah. um, And then we all got a private email and we're, they were just saying we were responding to the public health emergency in response, in, a, in effect, to the office of the mayor. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, we're announcing at the same time as other cultural mm-hmm. institutions, including the Philharmonic and Carnegie Hall as well. Um, and they said it's simply untenable for them to continue to perform and put everyone right. at risk. And so what does this um, mean for, do you know if they're going to bring back the show or is it canceled or just on hold? What do you know about that? Honestly, I don't know what the intended schedule is because most of these productions are shows that are regulars, meaning they are staged year after year. So usually it's they have the exact same shows inserted during those points in the seasons. Sometimes they mix it up if they want to put in a new show or they have a short run of a regular of a different show. So for last year, they had a short run of the ring cycle. Um, and, uh, they had Porgy and Bess earlier this year. Um, and up until last year, they had a long running production of Aida, which was really what was, which had been sold out for like ages, but now that production of the Aida is done, uh, completely. Wow. So now that um, like they're canceling or that, 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 well, not necessarily canceling, but now that things are all on hold for a while, do the crew and the cast get paid? Is, is, do we know anything about that? I know I personally get paid per performance and I get an hourly mm-hmm. rehearsal rate. So I won't be getting paid anything uh, even because the fact that I was, these shows didn't happen. So it's usually some there. Are, I don't know what the principal artists get. I'm sure they have a different arrangement agreement. Because the AGVA is the union that governs over the Met, because that's the mm-hmm. singers union. So they have, I don't know too much about what their stance right. is. Right. And I this. think. I know. Carry I, on. Oh, yeah. No, that's and it. I think that for me, like, I've been keeping an eye on Capitol Hill because I'm trying to see what kind of relief bill they're going to pass. I mean, there's things going around saying, I think there was actually a tweet. Um, let me actually pull this up because I saw this from a Capitol Hill reporter uh, for Fox. He said that um, Mitt Romney is calling for urgent action, including sending $1,000 checks to all Americans. So 
I don't know if that'll be in the relief bill. I guess we'll see because it hasn't passed anything yet. But it'll be interesting to see. I don't, and I don't want to make too much about politics, but it's interesting to see what Washington will do because there's so many people in the arts who now are out of jobs, but also people who in the, are in the arts, they also have like, some have service industry jobs too, and now those are closing. So now it's just like, okay, everything's closing. How can people make money? Exactly. Um, and there have been a lot of initiatives I've seen that people have taken in order to help raise funds and money for artists who are suffering at the moment or people who are work, were working on Broadway and have, don't have jobs at the moment. Um, and it's kind of highlighting how arts organizations overall have been in a crisis. They have all been suffering funding. Uh, and now I think this whole scenario has really highlighted it or really uh, put that out on display. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think as far as the Met is concerned, they will come back full strong. They will come back in full force because they are a, in my experience, they've been a well-oiled machine. They are fully capable. They have everybody there is a pleasure to work with. I love going in. I love being part of their shows. And I love and I like really like everybody uh, who I encounter there. Uh, and so it's just it would it's it'll be amazing once we all get to return. We all get to resume the routine, get to continue to putting on shows and to just keep on something that on. I'm a little bit worried about is we've already started to see some, at least from what I've noticed, some um, Broadway bloggers kind of leave town. And I'm worried that actors and performers will start to leave town. Cause like, how can you pay your rent if like everything's shut down? So I'm nervous to see what happens. I know that the arts will bounce back, but it's just like the money that will be there. I, I'm worried to see what happens when we come back because I don't know. It'll be, it'll be kind of a struggle. That's I don't, what are your thoughts on that? Hmm. Cause like, I'm afraid people are going to leave town and business will close. Yeah. I just, it'll, it'll be hard to bounce back. What's your thoughts? It will be. And it's just because this is the longest period of time that we've really had a blackout like this. Um, so I don't think we can really, I don't think anybody will really know the answer, but I do know that this is partially why so many independent efforts have been made to raise funds. One uh, person I know started something called COVID Creativity, which is a group that is geared towards performers, actors uh, to uh, basically show off any type of creative outlet that they've had while they've had to socially uh, isolate themselves, things that they're doing at home. And they also have like fundraisers, GoFundMe pages listed on there as a way to contribute to people who are isolated to being at home. Uh, while all this is going on, people who have families, people who have kids, uh, people who have uh, debts to pay off, uh, like student loans to pay off. Uh, I know that um, there are certain niches in the industry, like uh, in voiceover, for example, like myself, which is something else I do primarily, who work from home majority of the time anyway. We're used to being hermits. So this has not shaken up our routine too much. Uh, usually what it's affected the most is 
how many recording sessions in Midtown people go on. But for the most part, people who are working pros, who are working consistently, are operating out of home recording studios with uh, like studio, uh, state-of-the-art studio tech. Um, I can say for me personally, I still am scheduled to have recording sessions. Uh, I have one later today actually in Midtown, but their oper modus operandi has been to stay open, go forward with sessions as scheduled, but have minimal staff on hand to run mm -hmm. the sessions. So I guess my last question for you is now that because the voiceovers, that's that's also something you do. And you do it very well as well, by the way. People listening, oh, very oh, talented guy uh, we're on the phone with. Um, my last question, just back to the Met real fast and just live theater in general. <clears throat> People for years have been saying, can you live stream Broadway show, please, so we can watch them? But like that's a big problem for ticket sales and getting people to visit New York and stuff like that. So now that Broadway hasn't done it yet, Broadway HD has performances of now closed shows, but now that we are temporarily moving toward streaming stuff online, um, do you think this will change the culture in five, 10 years and open that door? And should that door be open? Cause it is live theater. Hmm. You know, things are constantly changing and evolving. The industry is constantly changing and evolving. Uh, I feel like once certain Pandora's boxes are opened, it is hard to close. Um, I think, for example, uh, once uh, Disney shows or Disney movies were adapted to Broadway shows, it seemed like that spurred the trend of let's make every single Disney show and every Disney single Disney movie, a Broadway show and a Broadway musical. And they've been wildly successful. So, you know, there's no going back, I think, no matter what Pandora's box get up. Right, because they've been talking about maybe now people will do more work from home and more schooling from home. And it's interesting to see how this temporarily thing that we're doing for our health might impact um, the world as a whole in years to come. So anything else you'd like to add? Um. No, I mean, just everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we're all going to get through this. And what's your Instagram handle where people can find you? You can catch me at, 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 at Andy's Voice on Instagram. And my website is www.andydanish.com. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. That is the podcast. Please buy a shirt. Go to my Instagram at Jacqueline Thrapp. All funds go to the Actors Fund. I'm going to keep following all these stories and give you updates. Join the conversation. Share your thoughts with me. Go to my Instagram. Slide into my DMs. I want to hear what you have to think. And please, if you can, share information about my Broadway box. It's a box that feeds people in the arts who are now out of jobs. Um, that's also on my Instagram. It's all on my Instagram. Stay safe out there. And I will be back shortly.